free me from this bondage Knowing my condition Is the reason I must change Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. And what a day it has been in the cryptocurrency space i don't even know where to start but i'm going to start with a quote and this quote has absolutely nothing to do with crypto it has all to do with this ftx debacle and yesterday i was going to kind of dig in a little deeper to share with you all what i have found and i'm just going to spill it out today but i'm going to start with a clear and everyone is understanding that ignorance is no excuse for the law and i am surprised that sam bankman free is not in prison in jail already uh, for acting like he is oblivious to all of the things that he has done and that are going on and have been going on in the ftx compound and abroad and so I'm going to just basically say today that um, this cryptocurrency space is forever changed because of his actions. And again, in some crazy way, I know a lot of people have lost a lot of money, but this is an indication that we should all be going back to the basics and the reason that Bitcoin was created in the first place, which is to allow us to have Internet money that does peer to peer transactions without a middleman, without an intermediary, without anyone else having and holding your particular currency. It is supposed to be self-sovereignty at its core and so if we take a look at that going back to 14 years ago we'll really understand why bitcoin was even brought into existence and so i'm hoping and praying that this community although again people have lost money and they're going to try to rebound and and i just know it all so well because this has happened before People are going to try to find the next best thing that they can get involved with to try to recoup the monies that they've lost from FTX. And I just pray that our community does not get on that bandwagon and that you don't fall prey to what is about to happen. Because I see each and every one of these individuals that have lost massive amounts of money trying to figure out what company they can get involved with to make sure that they're able to catch up from what they've lost and that is not what we need to be doing at this time we need to be looking at the coins that matter 
the companies that matter, and really positioning ourselves to take advantage of this digital revolution because it's going to happen even though these things have happened with FTX, with Celsius. Uh, back in the day, it happened with us with Mt. Gox. We lost. We still haven't gotten that money back. And ladies and gentlemen, after looking at all the things that I am seeing and that I've dug in and found, I honestly, unfortunately, say to each and every one of you, um, with all sincere apology, I don't see that you're going to be getting your money back. And the reason I don't see that is because of the fact that Sam Bankman-Fried, FTX, and Alameda Research have purchased all these different things with these funds from FTX. Uh, the naming rights money for the stadium is gone. That cannot be refunded. It will not be refunded. The gentleman has a couple of hundred million dollar uh, I think it's a couple of billion dollar uh, jet that he purchased. Now, you know, regulators could come in and sell that asset. But the probability of you getting your funds back from FTX is slim to none. There are houses in the Bahamas. I there's there's people that have been paid off. People like Steph Curry and just all kinds of people that have been paid off. They're not going to get that money back from those individuals. Uh, those individuals may be sued and they may opt in to bring that money back to the table to give to investors. But I just don't see it happening. I am taking a look at properties that are owned actually an island over in the Bahamas there are just so many different things that I'm seeing that lead me to believe that there is no way that funds are going to be coming back to people off the FTX platform so with that uh, when we come forward ladies and gentlemen we have got a lot to talk about because a nuclear bomb was just de detonated and um, unfortunately, you know, there are some lessons to be learned, but we're going to talk about it when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, moment. more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, let's talk about I'm going to talk about the white elephant in the room today. We're going to just get right to it. So a nuclear bomb was actually detonated in the cryptocurrency space a, free, a few weeks ago. And then yesterday with this interview with Sam Bankman-Fried, it just got worse and worse. I had no idea how someone that was managing billions of dollars can get on television and act like he was oblivious and just get away with with murder, in my opinion, and just act like he was just uh, I mean, he was stuttering. He didn't know how to answer the question. He he kept saying what he thought. I think I think. 
And again, ignorance is no excuse for the law. And I cannot wait until he is sitting in front of a judge to stand accountable for some of the things that he has done. But anyway, so I can explain to everybody what I've actually uncovered from what has happened a few weeks ago. So FTX, which was the second largest cryptocurrency exchange and trading platform, declare bankruptcy the bottom line unfortunately due to his interconnectedness of these lending platforms and trading platforms FTX's bankruptcy is going to spill over to many 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 companies I am going to probably reiterate that it's over 150 companies that I am seeing that are connected to FTX so what does this mean for FTX users and other companies that might be at risk? I just got finished telling the users, I don't see that you're going to get your money back. But what lessons can we learn and what does this mean for Bitcoin specifically? That's where we're, where we're focusing right now. So let's dig in a little bit. To try to keep it as short as I can, the same is like a Binance, a crypto blockchain plug, Gemini, eToro it's it's the same is is all of those exchanges and it has a trading platform that was created by Alameda research team and that was a cryptocurrency trading fund and the line between these two entities has always been blurred in fact I would like to say that it's pretty shady to say the least but following the meltdown earlier this year that took down Celsius, Voyager, and Terra Luna, Alameda experienced significant losses into the billions. So we can take a look at Alameda research team and find out that they had all to do with a lot of things that were going on with Celsius, Voyager, and Terra Luna that means they had they were intertwined I don't know that I don't know exactly who owned what and exactly how they were tied but they did experience some significant losses that they did not disclose because they never even had any board members or board meetings their board meetings ladies and gentlemen were derived from a bunch of text messages with emojis that's how they communicated they never sat down and act like big boys and girls and had a real company meeting which is just staggering it is absolutely staggering however the story gets a little bit more interesting instead of declaring bankruptcy immediately which is what he could have done after Terra Luna and Celsius and Voyager had to file for bankruptcy, Sam Bankman-Fried, who was the CEO of FTX, illegally used customers' deposits to the tune of $8 billion to bail out this hedge fund, um, which was Alameda Trading or Alameda research let me not say trading because I want to make sure that we have the facts straight 
So he used everything that people deposited in FTX to bail out this Alameda research. And what that means is he took people's deposits. If you went in today or yesterday and you paid $1,000 to get $1,000 worth of Satoshis on FTX, they took that $1,000 and they paid the bills of Alameda Research, where he is also the CEO. And on this interview that just was had, they asked him, did he have knowledge that all deposits, all deposits that came into FTX were being used to pay the bills of Alameda Research? And he said, I was not aware of that. He said, I think that there was something that was mentioned, but I wasn't really clear as to how the inner workings of the companies went down. Like this is crazy and I cannot understand why we do. And I'm saying we I'm talking about people that don't have the skin for forgiveness can do a little something and they will arrest us first and ask questions later. And then we have to prove our innocence. So we're guilty until proven innocent and this dude is innocent until proven guilty and he is just having his way right now being an idiot and this is crazy so these this loan that ftx was loaning supposedly alameda um was collateralized with this ftt and fast forward roughly to about three weeks ago when Binance decided to offload their FTT position. This caused a bank run. And the bank run cascaded what's called a margin call. And it drove FTX practically to be insolvent. So this killed the price of FTT. And drove Alameda's losses into the build into the billions, billions with the B. Fraud, ladies and gentlemen, blatant fraud. A few days later, 134 different entities under FTX Alameda umbrella. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Let's back that up in case you didn't hear me. 134 different entities under the FTX Alameda umbrella declared chapter 11 bankruptcy. So this dude was creating or collaborating with 134 different companies under this umbrella. He was living his best life, not running or doing anything the way he should have been. And one of those companies, including FTX US, was uh, previously, he said he was unaffected, which was another lie that he told. Many FTX users, unfortunately, will lose their life savings and it gets worse. Other lending platforms like BlockFi that we talked about earlier this week have declared 
declared bankruptcy as well. BlockFi was using FTX to custody their user funds. So there was a company. I'm going to talk about a company. Um, every A lot of people were using FTX. I'm, so I'm not even going to get into specifics about some of the other companies. But they were using FTX to cu- custody their funds. And so it's impossible to know where this contagion is actually going to end. It's almost certain um, that this will impact more exchanges, more institutions, and more startups. We will likely discover who has exposure to this mess in the next coming weeks and unfortunately the next coming months. However, As long as you have been staying humble and stacking Satoshis like we've been talking about every day, none of this impacts you. But if you haven't been staying humble and you haven't been stacking Satoshis or if you've been stacking Satoshis on FTX, then this definitely impacts you throughout this entirety. um, We have been preaching to stick to Bitcoin only. And I have personally been sharing with the community, please, please stay away from other coins because all coins are not created equal. In fact, we have a word for those coins that I can't call them on the radio. But stay away from risky platforms, offering you a yield for your Bitcoin and safely securing your Bitcoin stack in a wallet that you custody yourself. That's what you need to be doing. Safely securing your Bitcoin stack in a wallet that you custody yourself. The power, the entire power of Bitcoin is in your hands. You do not need to rely on a third party or a custodian to control your savings. You have the power to protect and control your Bitcoin without relying on anyone, ladies and gentlemen. Bitcoiners and non-Bitcoiners need to hear me. And I'm going to say this, you hear it all the time, but you haven't taken heed and maybe we've got to just continue to talk about this because it is the only thing going in the space right now. Although the price of Bitcoin has gone up and we're going to talk about why crypto market is going up in just a second. But not your keys, not your coin in the hood way, not your keys, not your cheese. And after we all experienced Mt. Gox back in the early days of Bitcoin, we can tell you. We know it doesn't feel good, which is why we don't leave our cryptocurrency on any exchange. It feels awful to lose money. Many people are going to learn this lesson the hard way. But over time, this will actually lead to many more people learning about self-custody, as I've said several times this week. While the market is in chaos, now is a great time to stack cheap Satoshis. And we're buying our Satoshis every single day because we know a DCA a day keeps poverty away. Buying in a bear market 
is the best time to build your long-term position in Bitcoin. And so I am hoping that you all are taking heed. And while I'm talking for the rest of this show, you can download the Black Wall Street Wallet if you're having some challenges with getting KYC. If you're having some challenges um, with anything, you can send me an email at asknajaroberts at gmail.com. Roberts at gmail.com. I can give you the link so you can get your cold storage device. I can give you the link. So that you can get on the Black Wall Street if you're having problems with Black Wall Street wallet, which several of you have done. You have sent me an email. I have sent those emails directly to um, the tech founder, Hill Harper, so he can get after it and make sure that you get answered and make sure that your problem is actually rectified. So I am hoping that you all are utilizing me. While you definitely can, I'm accessible, Roberts at gmail.com to ensure that you are able to um, really get your crypto portfolio together. I'm here for it. This is what I like to do for you, for the community. Uh, this is a wake up call for all of us, but it is definitely Definitely a wake up call for those of you that want to be lazy in this space and allow someone else to take care of your Bitcoin or your crypto and just get a report every month on how your Bitcoin is doing. This is not the space for that. This is not it. And I'm begging you to really start to learn about how to self custody your Bitcoin. So, ladies and gentlemen, as I did a little bit of digging, as I watched the interview, as I listened to commentators, I will say this. This is, um, in my opinion, really close to what happened with Bernie Madoff. And they brought light to that when they were interviewing Sam Bankman-Free. And they asked him about it. And he talked about Bernie Madoff as if in the situation as if it is no comparison to what he did in this cryptocurrency space. And that is a blatant lie. And he needs to be held accountable. And so I, as well as several other individuals, we're going to be getting together to make sure and ensure that his fraudulent illegal acts do not spill over into our community where our regulators feel like they've got to protect the black community because that's what always happens. They turn this into an accredited investor thing and that's not what we need right now. We need, um, we need, I, I'm not even going to get into what we need. I would just say we don't need them to clamp down on us for something that a scammer did. And that is exactly what uh, Sam Bankman Freed did with FTX. So, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we have a whole lot to talk about on Ahead of the Crypto Curve on KBLA Talk 1580. A safe place to go loud, loud, loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. Start of the year, they've stated that the macroeconomics and geopolitical factors have weighed heavy on the financial markets. This has actually resulted in significantly lower trading volume 
and fewer clients that are actually signing up. And so the cryptocurrency market, as we know, has sunk this year with Bitcoin losing about 63% of its value since the end of 2021. And the total crypto market cap was down by more than two thirds in the past 12 months. Companies that ramped up staffing levels during the preceding boom years had to cut back during the decline. And I just have to admit, it, it has happened in my company as well. We had to downsize. We had to let go of fewer people. Um, and so that's just the way things happen. You've got to be able to pivot. You've got to be able to figure out what needs to happen to continue to thrive. And just because a company is cutting some of their employees doesn't necessarily mean that they're about to go bankruptcy or file bankruptcy. They're just doing being smart. They're being smart. I'm just going to say it that way. And so Kraken is one of those that I actually respect in this space. And so them having to let go some of their employees is, you know, is, is what needs to happen for them to keep providing the right customer service and keeping your funds safe and not dipping into the wrong pots. So publicly traded exchanges like Coinbase they trimmed positions as well on chain capital have actually shared more than 600 employees and you know cracking is just one of the new ones that is getting ready to lay off people and so with that being stated please if you have your cryptocurrency off cracking i'm not saying that cracking is about to implode but please take your Bitcoin, your cryptocurrency off Kraken because they are having to do some experiencing of downsizing and we don't know what that actually means in its totality. On a brighter note, the cryptocurrency prices of Bitcoin have gone up. It actually cracked $17,000 for the first time since the early part of November. And um, the market cap has gone up as well. And so I'm going to really quickly go over to why the cryptocurrency market is up today. And the market as a whole is up and increased by 4%. Bitcoin price actually created a double bottom pattern and for those of you that are traders you know exactly what that is and um, despite the lack of clear positive market news <laughs> there are some coins that have been going up in price but bitcoin future prices are still unclear we don't know what it's going to do i'm not saying run out and buy any bitcoin more than what you're already stacking just a little bit but what we do know is we're going to be able to uh, purchase our satoshis at a still discounted price because bitcoin is on sale so um in the more traditional markets the the speech by federal reserve chair jerome powell was seen as positive and that may explain why the markets are up a little bit. He announced that the Federal Reserve will gradually 
slow down the interest rate hikes starting from next month. However, it's worth mentioning that the private sector job growth for November 2022 is nearly twice as low as that of November 2021. And so as cryptocurrency markets pump by about 4%, the total cryptocurrency market cap was up roughly 4% um, yesterday, which was November 30th, and it nearly reached the long-term uh, $830 billion resistance area. This is a crucial level since it previously acted as support three times throughout June and July and once in October. And uh, the current upward movement was preceded by bullish divergence in the daily um, in the daily green lines. And so we're we're excited about what is happening. And we believe that Bitcoin Bitcoin is going to continue to move upward. But I hope it just goes sideways just a little bit longer to allow us to get a little bit more Satoshis under our belt. So therefore, to sum all this up, whether the cryptocurrency market cap gets uh, rejected, meaning it comes down and are the level breaks out or if the price falls, future movement goes up. We want you all to be stacking slowly and surely. We're not getting rich quick. This is a long-term thing, but we feel that uh, Bitcoin is eventually very soon going to be a bullish event and you'll be happy about it so just stay tuned on that as we go through bitcoin's price predictions and bitcoin's rally um i'm looking at some other charts to just see some of the cryptocurrencies that they think are doing well i don't know anything about these particular cryptocurrencies so i'm not speaking on them but i am going to say that the biggest gainers in the market actually were not bitcoin yesterday they were a coin called gmx and matic m-a-t-i-c they lead the cryptocurrency market as gainers now the name of this show is ahead of the crypto curve and so I can't always be, I can be bullish on Bitcoin. I can be a Bitcoin only, but people are curious about other cryptocurrencies and seeing what they're doing. And so I'm not going to deprive you of that education. So it states that the GMX price was the biggest crypto market gainer yesterday, going up by 19%. It's currently trading inside the $50 resistance area. And if it's successful, and increases above this level the next resistance will be sixty dollars and um that's where we are with that particular coin now what you need to do to read about gmx is get on coin market cap and research who created gmx what is the business plan behind gmx how do they intend to scale how are you going to get a return? How long are they expecting this to take? Um, who are the owners? How many failed projects have they had in the past? Uh, what is this thing all about? You've got to find all those things out and you can do that on CoinMarketCap. 
So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we've got a couple of other things to discuss. And we're going to get into doing our daily dollar cost average. We can't do that without letting uh, the day pass. So with that, when we come forward, this is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, and I've got to just really quickly remind each and every one of you, just in case you missed what I said yesterday, Coinbase is delisting Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, Classic, Ripple, and XRP. So you really need to get on Coinbase and move your coin off the exchange because they're delisting it. And I'm not sure how long they're going to give you, but you shouldn't have any coin on there anyway. But just know that those um, four coins are going to be delisted and you won't be able to do anything on their platform. And also, you know, when NFTs were out, everybody wanted to talk about NFTs. It was the hottest thing going. It was every conversation that I was asked to join. They wanted to talk about NFTs. And I always told you all that an NFT is a collectible because there is no guarantee that there will be any secondary value on the secondary market, which means if you bought an NFT and your plan was to sell it, there was no guarantee that you could sell it for more than you bought it for. And so everybody was trying to get in the NFT game. And it's gotten really, really quiet. You can almost hear crickets in the NFT space right now because a whole lot of that hype blew away. And so Coinbase even said something else a couple of hours ago that made me raise my eyebrow that maybe we need to be holding off if we're looking at Coinbase and um, any of their releasing of their NFT wallets. And again, their NFT wallet, from what I can see, is designed to hold your NFT for you. That's another no-no. But Apple blocked the last app release. So for those of you that don't understand the back office part of technology, when you have an app, such as the Black Wall Street app, you have to send it to both Android and Apple to get them to approve your ability to put the app on their platform. And they can either accept it or deny it. And a lot of times they kick it back because there's something that they don't like or they that something they don't really feel is right. And so Apple actually kicked back and blocked the last app release of NFT wallets by Coinbase. And so that may give you another clue, ladies and gentlemen, without me just bashing a lot of these companies and a lot of the things that they're doing. I'm trying to bring up some points so that you understand who you need to be staying away from without me actually saying it. We can use the actions of other companies to really gauge if we should be involved. And so since Apple decided to block the last app release, 
maybe that needs to be a signal to some of our community that if you're planning on doing any NFT business with Coinbase, maybe you should just wait. Um, even after Apple decides to allow the app to get on there, custody your own NFTs. It's a little bit difficult. I get it. I've um, resorted to having to struggle through trying to find my 60 Nipsey. Uh, I got my Nipsey and uh, I can find it sometimes. Sometimes I can't, but it's self-custody. And I've got to make sure that I'm holding on to my passwords, my seed phrases and all of those things and trying to figure out that NFT space on my own. And I have to say this space is not easy. NFTs are not easy. Cryptocurrency is not easy. But anything that is going to require you or allow you to be free at some point. You've got to do a little bit extra. And so I'm hoping that each and every one of you will join with us in this mission to be self-sovereign. There is just so much to learn. And I know it is. I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot to swallow. And uh, but we're going to make it through. We're going to make this happen for our communities. We're going to make this for we're going to make this easy for everyone around us to really get involved uh and be prosperous you know i was listening to a couple of things and i just feel like so many people are just stealing our ideas um but it's good that the community is getting educated and they're bringing information to the community and meeting the community where they are and so i'm excited about some of the things that i see as far as financial literacy going out and around our community because we need it we need people that our community that can resonate with and that can get through to our community in the right way so i'm excited about that so ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we will get into our daily dollar cost average and um we will get some real quick reminders about what we need to do and something special that's happening tomorrow so with that ladies and gentlemen when we come forward this is kbla talk 1580 you're linked to the midday money chain with lynn richardson and naja roberts exclusively on kbla talk 1580 we're not for everybody but we're for everybody you're listening to kbla talk 1580 all right welcome forward welcome forward so tomorrow is friends and family friday and i know it's been some time since we've gone live but we will be going live tomorrow in studio for friends and family friday if you have any questions if you have any coins if you have anything that you would like for me to talk about or reiterate i would be happy to do so Please send me an email at asknajaroberts at gmail.com. Again, asknajaroberts at gmail.com. And I will answer that live while we're on. I will also be on social media live. So if you like, please go and follow me at Roberts. And there is no underscores, no dots, no numbers, nothing. Just at Roberts. And, um... 
There are a lot of scammers out there, ladies and gentlemen, so please do not fall victim to that. I'm not in your inbox talking to you about um, investing or anything like that. It is just not me. And I'm getting an overabundance of calls here in the last couple of days asking me if I'm in the inbox asking people to invest with me. That is not me. So if that happens to you, please report that to the authorities at uh, either platform because there are just so many scammers out here. Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be talking about a cryptocurrency conspiracy. There are a lot of individuals, unfortunately, that are millionaires that are passing away in the cryptocurrency space. And we're going to have a quick talk about a conspiracy that I think that's happening. And we're going to share that tomorrow. Uh, And we're going to keep it a little bit upbeat because it is Friends and Family Friday and we will be live. I'm excited about being there to share with you all and to just really dig in and get some education going tomorrow. So I am looking forward to that. So ladies and gentlemen, we are going to do our daily DCA, a dollar cost average, a DCA a day keeps poverty away. I am sure of that for my family. And guess what I'm giving out for Christmas is crypto is Bitcoin. I'm giving out Bitcoin. So <laughs> I, um, I'm i stacking Satoshis, but for my children, I am ensuring that they have their Bitcoin in place. And so each one of my children get $10 a month in allowance. They get it in Bitcoin. And so what we're going to do is something really special for Christmas. We're going to gather all of their Satoshis together and we're going to be putting them in the cold storage um, game for themselves. They're getting big enough to really start to transfer Bitcoin and all of those things. But anyway, we are supposed to be dollar cost Avernar $6. So um, $6. So you're going to open up your Black Wall Street wallet. And I've talked a little bit too long, so you're going to have to do this on your own. Uh, Just click on the purple circle in the middle and click on buy assets. You're going to get $6 worth of Satoshis. You can set it up and forget it. But for today, we're just going to put $6 worth of Satoshis in our uh, wallet because Satoshis are the smallest increment of a Bitcoin. We can't afford to buy a whole Bitcoin today because it's about 17000 So we can do $6. We can do $10. We can do $100. But I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me today on Ahead of the Crypto Curve. I will not only talk to you tomorrow, but I will see you tomorrow for Friends and Family Fire Day on Ahead of the Crypto Curve on KBLA where we are now making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. Please stay tuned. This is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.